Welcome back to Unmarvelous, the podcast about two millennials watching the Marvel movies for the first time. I'm Amy. And I'm Graham. And today is a very special day. Is it? It's very special. Do you didn't get the memo? What is today? Today is the day that we talk about one of the better Marvel movies. Oh. I I guess that makes it special. Yeah, it's very special. Fine. I hope I wonder if the mic can pick up my squeaky chair. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Cause like since we're since I'm teaching online, uh, my students can hear it when I'm talking. So I'll be like talking about something and I'm like moving and uh, get some squeaks. Squeaks some need squeaks. some WD forty. I said that to a kid and they were like, "What's that?" Oh, I was like, "Man, <laughs> they haven't lived. They don't know that <laughs> things squeak." These kids nowadays are driving their TikToks. <laughs> and that's all they do. They don't care about things they not don't squeaking. Know how to oil things. <laughs> Hardly oil any hinges. <laughs> No, but I am very excited because I like, I think, I think if you listen to our Ant-Man episode, we really liked uh, Paul Rudd and just like Ant-Man and what that movie kind of had to offer to the MCU. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one's going to be pretty cool. I, I had a lot of, I wouldn't say that I had high hopes. I wanted to have high hopes, but I remembered how awful the second Guardians of the Galaxy was and how great the yeah, first one was. I was a little concerned. So, yeah. So I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's going to be good. Maybe it's not. Did we even say that we watched Ant-Man and the Wasp? We just dove right into it. I think I was like, it's one of the better ones. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, that's that's all they need to know. I yeah. Guess. I mean, well, they also click the name. Yeah, I guess... I guess. Also, found out that I have several of my students who follow us, so uh, hi, guys. Hello. You should be doing your homework. But also, we love you. Yeah, we love you. Take care of yourself. Please take care. make sure you get your homework done. Get your homework done. Even for the classes you don't like. (laughs) Get your homework done. Do your homework. If you need help, let me know. You know how to email me. Okay, so should we go ahead and get started? Let's go ahead and get started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. That was my Fergie impression. Yes. <laughs> Man, this is just a mess. This is a we mess. don't, you know, it's been weird. Um, I think everyone just has kind of the quote unquote quarantine brain where. We're, we're functioning at maybe about 70%, and so weird things just come out every now and then. Yeah. I was actually just reading this. I think this might have been the CDC. Some, or it was some health institute just came out with this thing that said, like, depression rates have, like, skyrocketed since COVID's been a thing. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And I have a really good friend who, um, he just got sick, like, from all those things. Well, he had a lot of crazy shit happen to him right now but like he's gotten so like covid's been messed with him so bad he started getting like physically ill Mm. from all of that dang yeah another reminder to take care of yourselves yeah allow yourself students that are listening allow yourself and anyone else but i'm but also your students i'm thinking about the students that told me that they watch this or listen to this guys you can take a break i mean make sure you get your homework done but also take a break yeah, don't let it stress you out to the point where 
that things aren't going well. Yeah. Get like, it done, but if you need to take breaks, take breaks. Yeah, it, this is a crazy time. Your health is your health is more important than my theater class. Yes. I mean, my theater class is still pretty important because it's pretty cool. Also, I get to hear all these theater classes. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're bored listening to me prattle on for an hour and a half, <laughs> I have to hear them several times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like not only the hour and a half, but like the hour and a half, and then the next day the hour and a half, and then the next day the hour. And a half. Yes, it's it's something else. It is an, it is an adjustment. So yeah, definitely. All right, let's talk about yeah, Ant Man. Yeah, although I could make a whole podcast about how teaching during COVID is. Uh, that could be Ooh. really fascinating, actually. But that would uh, be kind of fascinating. Uh, who's got the time? So. Yeah, I also really I had told you this, but I want to tell the audience this. I thought it, I came with this idea last night. It'd be cool to have like a talk show, kind of like what we do now, but like maybe more conversational, just about random bullshit. But like have it streamed and make like an Animal Crossing talk show. Yes. Have like the, the talk show desk and have like the characters sit in the desks and like do the reactions but overlay it with audio yes. as we're talking. Wouldn't that be cool? I like that a lot. Yeah, we should. I mean, we are, I think once we stop, we might start streaming. Like stop. When we get the break of the Marvel movies, I think we're going to maybe take a little break from podcasting a for a while. hiatus. Um, but that might be a cool thing to kind of maybe look into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's happened in <laughs> so, what's happened in Ant Man? So about the Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, here we go. Parents are going on a business trip. The missile thing shrinking between molecules. We knew about this from the first one, I think. Um, Janet went subatomic, and so she's in the quantum realm. That phrase, she went subatomic and went to the quantum level. That sounds like the line of. 2020's hottest dance track of the summer. <laughs> yeah. Should we... She went subatomic to the nether realm. Oh, not nether realm. That's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Ooh, quarantine brain. <laughs> yeah, I think we did uh, learn about that one in the, the movie before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is also from the movie before where Paul Rudd went to the quantum realm and he came back. So Pim wants to figure out if the mom is still alive in the quantum realm. Yeah. So then we see Paul Rudd on a treasure hunt with his daughter, which is adorable. That was so funny. It is very wholesome and very cute. Um, there's this very elaborate ant tunnel. And my, my comment on that was must have been in quarantine to build all that. And then I said... Oh, he's on house arrest, so basically <laughs> quarantine. Kind of like it, the first thing I thought of when I saw that was Dave Made a Maze. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend it. It's like a not a horror movie, but it's like a like fills that space that if like your parents walked in watching it, they'd be like, "Oh, you're watching a horror movie," but it's not a horror movie. Yeah, it's like this guy builds a maze in his living room that's bigger on the inside than on the outside. And if you've ever wanted to see if you've ever thought, like, if you mixed the Saw franchise with the Legends of the Hidden Temple, but there were also puppets, I highly recommend you check it out. It's quite good. I feel like um, the friends that I have that I know who listen to this. Like Jesse. Jesse. Um, Hi, Jesse. 
Wendy, Larry, I think y'all would like that if oh, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I mean, those friends I don't really know, but from what you sell it, what you tell me, yeah, I think so. Yes. So he built all this, he built that maze. It was very adorable. Yes, very cute. Um, my next note is used the child for exposition. Oh, 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 oh. So that was when the police officer was talking to the kid about uh, all the background info. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, really getting into all the laws. Or he was like, well, honey, your dad broke the laws of the Sokovia Accords, an article this, section that. And the little girl was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually really cool because, you know, my big pet peeve about, like, just shitty exposition that's written in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, this one... It was so I like the the irony of them being like being so shitty like worked really well. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was intentionally like he was such a fucking blockhead, right? That like it worked. I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was great. That yeah. he that guy played that character so well. Mm-hmm. Talking to Hank or Hope gives him twenty years in prison, and we learned that he learned a lot of card tricks while he was on house arrest so he's very good at card tricks surprised i didn't start doing that yeah well i got into bird feeders this is this also <laughs> feels a little different where well of course i've never been on house arrest so i don't know how i can say it's different but um this is just such a global phenomenon that it's like no one's expected to do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kind of, you know, like a lot of people have been productive and learning new skills and stuff, but a lot of people are just lumping around and that's okay too. Yeah, that's okay. That is not like... Like I, I, I have been doing my share of lumping for the first time in a very long time yeah, and could... it's been really nice to lump. I would even say that your lump, your lump, your lump... You're in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Ten points to whomever can call in with that reference. Ten points to Gryffindor. (laughs) (laughs) So Paul Rudd has three days until freedom, so he does karaoke. And he reads Fault in Our Stars and does origami. Have y'all read Fault in Our Stars? I read it... A long time ago. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I thought you were going to ask me, and I'm like, you know I've never read that. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm asking the air. I have um, a lot of my, my, a lot of my, again, a lot of my students, like, that's a very popular. Yeah. I don't remember even really what it's about. Isn't so. there, like, isn't somebody, like, dying? I think so. Is that that one? Where I they, think like, so. Where they, like, dying or something? Is that the one that was really, like, had that, the biggest groan-worthy line where it was, like, she was a hurricane, and I was in the storm, or something. It was something really, really like, oh. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Rudd sits in a bathtub and has visions about the quantum realm. He also has visions that he's Janet, and he calls Pym about it. Rudd gets... <laughs> Damn it, Janet, I am you. <laughs> Rudd gets stung by something, passes out, wakes up in a car with Hope. Uh, with the person, Hope. Yeah, I was... <laughs> not, not with just general <laughs> intangible Hope, but... Man, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. I bought some body wash that it says... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what makes you happy. 
I bought some body wash that says hope on it, whatever the hell hope is supposed to smell like. I, um, just a, maybe as, that's, as a way to give me some, but I don't know. It I smells okay, like the, I guess. That's the that love potion. You know, Hermione's like, it smells like uncut grass and, uh, and yeah. weaselness or whatever the hell she said. And fresh parchment. Yeah, fresh fre- fresh, fresh parchment. Fresh parchment. <laughs> <laughs> said giant pigeons. Wait, what would yours smell like? Um, I also like freshly cut grass. I also like the smell of old books. Like, not the new ones, but old, like, almost moldy books. <laughs> <laughs> I love the smell of death and decay of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And vanilla, I guess. Mm. Did you say vanilla or manila? Vanilla. Okay, I, was I don't like, know oh. what manila was. Well, would those are like those like. big ass envelopes. Yeah, I don't know what they I would love smell the smell like. of envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> what would yours smell like? Oh, man, that's a good question. Maybe like. Man, I love the smell of bread. Oh, hell yeah. That's good. Smell of bread? Chef's kiss. <laughs> I also particularly enjoy the smell of uh, coffee in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, one more. Oh, man, I don't know. Like, okay, there's this one you're totally not going to agree with me, but there's like, a, there are, there's not very many of them, but there, like, there's a smell of some pipe smoke that is like really nice that doesn't smell like tobacco and doesn't have that like chemically, okay, like really nasty kind of lingery kind of smell. I got gotcha. you. There's some that, like, I remember Dad, when he got, like, really into cigars for some reason, um, he'd, like, take me to those smoke shops. Um, not, like, the weed shops, but just, like, the old old fucker, like, cigar shops where they had kept him in, like, humidifier cages with locks on them and stuff. Um, and I'd open them up and, like, he'd, like, because there was a room in there where you could just smoke. And so, like, you'd have all these old farts that would be, like, just, like, watching ESPN and smoking pipes. <laughs> And, like, some of their stuff smelled really, really good. But I wouldn't want to smell that all the time, but that's definitely up there. I gotcha. Okay. So, old men, bread, (laughs) (laughs) and coffee. (laughs) Those kind of all go together somehow, so I guess that works. (laughs) Um, So I said giant pigeons. Funny. Giant pigeons must have been funny. I don't yeah, really remember them. Yeah, because, like, when they were driving in the car, you just assumed that it was a regular-sized car. And then you found out that, like, the car was, like, the size of a Hot Wheel, and they were at a stop sign, and the pigeons, like, came around and started pecking Oh, the that's right. That was good. Another funny thing was they've got a giant ant wearing the house arrest uh, oh, little anklet yeah. monitor thing. Yeah. Hope takes him to a lab of some kind. Ants are roaming around in junk. And I said, Legos for walls. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I like this fun, like, honey, I shrunk the kids kind of vibe that it gives off. I think you and I were talking about how it feels kind of like a 90s movie. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And I like it. It almost feels like one of those, like, really late 80s, early 90s movies. Uh, they think Mom put a message in Rudd's head. Hope and Hank are mad that he took the suit to help the Avengers. This is a quote. Doesn't really sound like you got the gist of the game. 
Oh, that was because um, Hope was talking about how she always hid in the same oh, closet yeah, 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 yeah. for like hide and seek or whatever with her mom. And <laughs> this, so he was like, I don't think you got the gist of the game. This movie, like, it just felt so fresh. I was impressed at how they could switch in between like really heartfelt moments between characters, then like action scenes that were pretty badass. And I don't normally say that. Yeah. And then also being like cheesy. Right. And it all worked really well. It's good. Because that was like one of those moments. There were a couple moments where Paul Rudd would just like, or Michael Pena would like throw in a line during like a really intense moment. And it just was like, it was so perfect how they did it. Yeah. Shrinks entire building and brings it with him like a suitcase. Hope talks to some southern guy about a component. His name is Sonny Birch. I just wrote Black Market Tech. I didn't take that many notes on this one, honestly. It's also a really <laughs> awful name, Sonny Birch. Sonny Birch. And the 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 thing with southern accents is a lot of times they sound fake to me, even though they might not be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if his, like, I don't know who that guy is. I don't, maybe that's his how we normally talk, but for some reason, I was just like, this guy's so fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it might just be the way he talks. I he don't was know. Just a, yeah, I kind of, he felt weird to me, too. I, I, maybe that's what it was. I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. Birch doesn't give her the component. She comes in with the wasp costume. Pew, pew, pews. Giant salt stops him and a pot of water. These are the action scenes I'm into. Okay, so then we've got a, a hologram thing attacking Hope. Um, Ant-Man comes in to help fight. The hologram thing has its arm in Pym's throat, and they got the lab. They go to the new security business place, and I love Luis. <laughs> He's so funny. I he love was, him. You know, I always thought, like, Paul Rudd was the best part about these movies, but, like, I don't know. He was, like... He's really close to being my favorite character. He's real good. He's, like, probably, like, one of my favorite characters in all of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, he's so... Oh, man, he plays that role so well. For sure. Rudd is upset about his desk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Luis tries to sell Pym security. I think that was a funny moment, too, but I don't remember it. Like, he's... Oh, he just yeah, kind of yeah. tried to tried to like slide it in. Somewhere. Yeah, because he was like, he's like, your building's gone. You know, if you would have had some of our fine products over here, that <laughs> yeah. might have helped. <laughs> Bill Foster might have equipment uh, and figure out who took the lab. The hologram thing takes off the helmet, and then your guess was that it was. A kid born in the quantum realm. Man, I still think that would have been, been really cool. Yeah. You, you've got good ideas. Yeah, maybe Hollywood. You should, maybe you should be writing comics. Yeah, Hollywood. Call me. Yeah, call him. I have a podcast for a while. He has a podcast. No emails. <laughs> Two emails. Two emails. Maybe, None of them from Hollywood execs. Maybe three. <laughs> uh, Stud Muffin McCants and Pants the Third says, "Hey, it's Morpheus." Yeah, it was Morpheus. Yeah, it was Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> they drop in on a physics class, and then they find out that Rudd is linked with Janet. Okay, so, 
have you ever noticed in movies when they enter a college class that that is never what a college class has ever looked like? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe in maybe like huge schools, big big boy schools. But even like at OSU, it didn't look like that. Yeah. Is is there somebody out there that that's looked like your class before? I'm curious. Maybe. Because I've always seen some too where like there's like the walls are super high, but there's like <clears throat> a chalkboard and there's writing all the way up to the ceiling. I've seen those yeah. before. That wasn't this one. This one had like a giant. I'm pretty sure it had like a giant PowerPoint, but like. It's like when you watch movies and there's like the call or the high school party and it's like a pool in the back and it's like backlit and there's like a barbecue and yeah like just kegs everywhere and it's like man what bougie kegs and cocaine and what bougie high school did you go to Yeah I mean maybe that's what it's like in the Hamptons but sure wasn't maybe. that way in northwestern Kansas Maybe We settled for prairies <laughs> for prairies <laughs> <laughs> They talk with Morpheus to try to figure things out. The ant is playing drums. And then the quote, what are you, 15? Because the ant is doing everything that Rudd would have been doing, like in his normal house arrest routine, just to... Because then they say, like, they trained the the ant to do that stuff. Yeah. Rudd didn't destroy the suit after all. He sent it through the mail to Luis. (laughs) They're in a school, size is malfunctioning, teacher asks him for a hall pass, and he runs away. That was so funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> Cassie brought the trophy to school, which had the suit in it. it wasn't the trophy, like, world's greatest grandma or yeah, something? Yeah, that Cassie got Yeah. Studmuffin McCanson <clears throat> Pants, the third prediction. This is happening during the last movie, Snap will happen at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, it's weird nobody's acknowledging that half the, the universe is dead. Yeah. They find where the lab is. Ghost finds out they're there and punches them and ties them up. Um, Ghost is the hologram thing that I was referring to earlier. Yeah, the we, thing that we found that out I later. Was like, it's like the Star Wars. The I had the name and I forgot it again. The They're like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, I already don't remember either. Do you need to research department? Yeah, let me really quick. Okay. Um, shouty, masked people, Star Wars. Tusken Raider. Okay, yeah. It kind of reminded me of like a a really fancy, a bougie Tusken Raider. Bougie. (laughs) Ava is ghost. She doesn't need the suit to go through things. She is in pain, but the suit helps her control it. It's it's like a um, Cyclops. I'm not famili- familiar. 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 But someone will be. You know who Cyclops is? Huh? You know who, Cy- you know in, who Cyclops is? In X-Men. Yeah. yeah his I don't visor, know much like, about him. Yeah, his, like his eyes thing. That's just his eyeballs or do that. And the visor, like, he can open his eyes... So he can see. Okay. And so it doesn't, like, escape. So if he does that, like, it'll Uh, open it up. Huh. Okay. Ava needs what's in Rudd's head. Morpheus is with Ava. Pym had her father fired. Dad took too many risks. She ran back toward him. Parents were dead. She had molecular disequilibrium. 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 
Got it. <clears throat> every cell is torn apart and stitched back together every day. That sounds a lot like Deadpool. Again, I am not familiar. Deadpool. Somebody will be. <laughs> his shtick is that like he's constantly like like a second away from death, and his body like regenerates, and then it goes back to almost dying, and then regenerates, and then goes almost back to dying. Huh. So he's like all always almost dead. Uh, okay. Is Deadpool Marvel or mm-hmm. is, so we might watch that at some point. Yeah, I think it's I think Deadpool is one of those movies that like it might be like owned by Sony or something or like there's a weird like it's Marvel but I he's not in any of the Yeah. MCU and I can't remember what it is specifically but yeah, he's he's Marvel. Okay. We'll watch it at some point. I think you'd like those movies. There's a lot like like everything surrounding Deadpool can be kind of douchey. It seems that way to me. But the story itself is actually pretty funny. Okay. Morpheus brings Ava a bear. She was trained as a weapon. Cassie is calling. They FaceTimed for a bit. Also amusing. Oh, because she said... Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, it's 911. Like, yeah. she sent 911, which means it's an emergency. But she just, like, couldn't find her soccer shoes yeah, or something. yeah. yeah. They need Janet's energy to fix Ava, basically. Um, they I don't... That was a thing that, like, one of my... Maybe they said it, but I don't remember it. But I don't remember why they thought that. Yeah, I that don't know That seemed like either. they were skipping, or, like, that wasn't... Yeah, I don't know either. something about how, like, how there's, like, energy that she might be harnessing from being down there that long, or... It seemed like that was kind of a stretch. But they owned it in the movie, though. Yeah. They escape with the Altoid tin... Luis has a problem and has to bring something to Ant-Man. Though that was the, they were having the presentation over, there was, they were trying to get a, a sale. Mm-hmm. And like they, it's like the PowerPoint or something was, was goofy. And so Luis is like, can I come over and like show you it? And we need to, we have it up tomorrow and it's going to be like, we need to make the sale. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. Sonny Birch comes in, wants Luis to tell him where the lab is. Truth serum jokes. That was funny. Okay, so that was exactly what they tried to do in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with the that that um when Groot was trying to find that Finn. Yes. That's yes. what they were trying to do, but it didn't like this was effective. Yes. You're right. That's all I had. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Morpheus says Ava's only got a few weeks left. Morpheus says he won't help if Ava goes after Cassie. Sonny is asking where Rudd is. Luis is telling stories. Good stuff. That reminded me a lot of the Goonies. Um, you didn't really watch the Goonies that much, have you? Eh, I don't know it enough to know what you're talking about. So there's a part in the Goonies where um, the Fratellis kidnap, like Chunk is left behind. The Fratellis? Yeah. Is that what the band name is named after? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Huh, I haven't thought about them in forever anyway anyway <laughs> yeah so <laughs> the uh the fratellis um kidnap like they find chunk because he was like trying to escape because he like all the gang like went underneath the the um the fratellis hideout and then they're like chunk go and like tell somebody that we're um like what's going on he's like okay and he like tries to escape and he gets picked up by the fratellis as he's like trying to leave the highway and they kidnap him and they're like all right you're gonna talk and he's like, okay. 
and he starts listing off like everything he has ever done in his life that has ever been wrong. Oh. And so, like from the very <laughs> beginning, and they're just all like, "Oh my god!" And, like one of them is like, "One time I went to this movie theater, and I was sitting in the balcony, and I had this fake barf in my hand, and I and I went over the side of the balcony, and I took the barf and I threw it out of my hand, and at the same time I went." And then everybody just started puking, and there was puke everywhere, and I felt really bad. (laughs) That's a really funny movie. Uh, For some reason, that reminds me of that meme that's like the whoever sits in the confession booth, the father, whoever, and it's like, again, that's kind of weird, but it's not a sin. Um, all right, back to Ant-Man. Louis says the woods. Ava pops in and finds out where he is. Other guy sings Baba Yaga. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> Rudd turns into Janet and fixes the algorithm. Also very funny. Also good. Uh, put an, She put an antenna in Rudd's head. They have to meet her at the coordinates. Rudd then turns back into Rudd. Luis tells Rudd the feds and the, and the ghost are after them. The FBI goes to Rudd's house, so he's got to go. We've got a giant ant in the tub. Rudd gets there in time and pretends to be sick. Hope and Pim are surrounded by feds and they get arrested. Fed, sti- fed steals the lab. Ghost steals it from him. Yeah, because that was the... Birch had that... He had the um, the mole in the FBI, right? What? I think that's what happened. I believe you. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because the, 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 the... Not the guy that was a bumbling idiot. It was like the, the, te- the main detective. It was like the guy right below him. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like... He Ooh. was a... Yeah, he was a, he was a mole. Okay. Rudd talks to daughter about being Ant-Man. Rudd helps Pim and Hope escape. Insects. Wow, hum- you really didn't take very many yeah, notes. Yeah, because I was like, this is good. I don't have anything is, I don't have anything to make fun of. It is really hard to take notes when it's just a good movie. And not not that I'm like necessarily taking notes just to make fun of something, but but if I have something in mind to make fun of, then it's easier to write notes. Well, it's also like <laughs> if, if, you know, we don't know a lot about superhero, mo- like the Marvel movies. So like when you're just trying to describe what's happening on the, the, the screen. Yeah. And it's also bad. It's right. like big shooty zappy big guns. Big shooty and like, zappy. Yeah. Big magmar people. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like everything in this movie was pretty... Like, there was hardly any blue lightning effects or anything. Hardly well, any. It would have been kind of fun. Yeah. that would have been what was missing. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the insects help track where the lab is. Oh, uh, was that when there was, like, a GPS and they, like, it went into the sky and just made, like, a giant arrow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like they were playing Crazy Taxi in real life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Taxi. What a great game. I was not very good at it. Oh, I got pretty good at it. Yeah, I played the Simpsons game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Road Rage. I think so. Road Rage is the one that's like Crazy Taxi. Okay, then I think I played Hit and Run. I, yeah. always, I always got those two confused. Hit and Run is the one that's like Grand Theft Auto. 
Man, which one did I play? That doesn't sound familiar either. I remember there was one where there was a game that you could unlock Willie's tractor. Hmm. And there was a mode on it called Sunday Drive where you could just drive around. Hmm. That was the, the one that I had, and it was for GameCube. But I don't remember. I don't know. And I'm starting to wonder if Hit and Run is like Grand Theft Auto. Because I feel like I always heard that. It wouldn't surprise but, me. But I have not played Grand Theft Auto, so... Um, and I certainly don't want to be wrong about anything on right? this podcast, so... We have such a So I have people going. saying, well, actually, to me. Yeah, you get that enough from me. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Rudd makes a list. Did you know that you do that every time, like, you finish a, like, a little segue? You do, like... I don't want to be wrong or anything. <laughs> well, and then uh, like you, you, <laughs> I do what you end like you end a, like a, your little segue your mental note with like a little giggle, like the fakest giggle. I yeah, in the I world. I just laugh too much. I I can't stop laughing. It's nervous laughter. Yeah, it's it's very much like one of those uh, like you're in an elevator and like an old guy's like nice weather. <laughs> yeah, I think I've started like I think I've always done that. But I think I've started like doing little fake giggles a lot more since I've had to wear masks more because yeah. then you have the sense that I'm I am smiling even though you can't see it. <laughs> that is true. I I've realized being in uh, grocery stores and stuff like how often I just like smile. Yeah. Like a dude will look at me and I'll just be like, mm. like I'll smile and like raise my eyebrows. And now, like, I've caught myself just, like, raising my eyebrows and not smile, like, because yeah. I can't see anything. And I'm like, that might look really weird. <laughs> yeah, you see, see, you there it, it is. There you it is. It. See, see, I can't, I can't stop. I can't I, stop it. I do this to my acting students all the time because I want to point out, like, things they do so, like, they can yeah. control that when they're not, like, acting, you know? You're going to notice that then from, like, now on. <laughs> and I'm still going to do it. Yeah, probably. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How do I not do that? What else am I supposed to do? Rudd makes a list. Luis says, what's up? Luis wants a suit. Because like, he was like, yeah, like a suit like that would be really great. Yeah, I wouldn't even need to have like any of the powers and stuff. Just like having one of those suits would be kind of cool. <laughs> You just did it again. I know it. It came. It came, and I knew it was coming. But I, how, how else am I supposed to transition? I just don't know. I, don't know. I mean, it's not bad. I just don't know. <laughs> Maybe you could like. You snap. need to give me something to replace it with. <laughs> oh, that's not. But see, I'll I'll tell you. My teacher response is like, well, that's not my job. My job is just to point it out. Ants are destroying <laughs> the machine. <laughs> Ants surrounding Morpheus says he just wanted to help Ava. Okay, so now I'm basically Graham's student because I have to listen to all of his lessons because our apartment is small enough that I like I can't not hear him. So I have to listen to his all his lessons, and now he's pointing out things that I'm doing in in podcasting. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Pim gets 
you also do what kids do where like I point that out and then when they realize it's happening they kind of go like hesitate yeah and it's like it's like a there's that one um fam or uh, not family guy um King of the Hill episode where his Dale doesn't have a he's the he's the conspiracy theory guy right yeah yeah he like start tries to quit smoking He's like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> like, that's kind of what it looks like with kids. Like, they're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Pim gets in the machine thing. Ghost and Ant-Man fight. They get the lab and head out. Birch meets up with them. Car chase. Tardigrades are coming after Pim. And he zoom zooms. Stan Lee regrets the 60s. Giant Pez dispenser knocks some folks over. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Ghost comes in the car and grabs the lab. This is the pew 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 part, but it's mostly with cars and stuff. Birch has the lab. Ant-Man's suit is still malfunctioning, and he uses a truck as a scooter. Oh no, Pim hit some goop. Pim hit some goop. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. He, like, didn't he, like, smack a nucleus or something? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Smack a nucleus. (laughs) Luis loves Dr. Pym for his sweet cars. Comparing Luis to Ned, thoughts on that? Oh, here are my thoughts on that. (laughs) Uh, How great is Luis and how great is Ned? Like, the... The normal folks in the superhero world, basically, that are, like, helping the superheroes. Wait, who's but Ned? Ned is the Spider-Man? Spider-Man guy. Yeah, those guys are great. They're good. The guy in the chair? The guy in the chair. But what's cool is that they're, like, when I, back in May Day, the guys in the chair were kind of lame. Yeah. These guys are cool. They're good. Like, because they, what's cool is that they seem just as important. Right. I think that's what's pretty cool. The only other person in the chair that was just as cool as Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. So how about that Batman movie coming out? Are you tired of Batman movies? Honestly, yeah. Like, I want to see it because I, I like R-Pat. I like R-Pat. Um, but can we do a different superhero, please? Something else. We just had three we of them. We know about Batman. In fact, we just had three of them, and then we just had Batman versus Superman. And they were fighting each other. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why I became... <laughs> I think maybe because the documentary we watched last night took place in Massachusetts. We did. Have y'all seen the documentary about the... Trigger warning. Oh, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't. Here, trigger warning. Uh, skip ahead to 10 seconds. Uh, this is uh, suicide and uh, domestic abuse. So we watched the documentary on HBO of like the girl that was like texting her boyfriend to like kill himself and then he did yeah man it was wild it was a wild it was a roller coaster if y'all like true crime that was some good mm, yeah that was chef's chef's kiss kiss, good true crime like it i we started watching it and i was like i was like man yeah this girl's like she's so guilty like fuck her and then i was like well well Well, now what now do i think (laughs) i like by the end of it i was like well, shit, now I don't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a, like, I wanted to have a pitchfork and I wave it at somebody. I wanted to have a stance on something. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Oh, I'm just lost and confused. Oh, man, that was... I was just really impressed with how, like, the quality of the documentary. Like, the like the way that they actually... Yeah. Let's get back to Ant-Man. Let's get back to Ant-Man. This isn't a true crime podcast, because there's a million there's of those. There's so many. There's so many, and all you probably need is wine and crime. Wow, you picked, like, the most obscure of them. I did? I think so. I don't know. I think that my favorite murder is, like, the big one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the morbid people. Okay. We all have our our tastes in true crime. Oh, man. If you guys want it, the Black Dahlia one is called Root of Evil. That one's bonkers. Holy moly, that one's bonkers. Bonkers. Okay, Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. 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 Rudd calls for help. Birds keep getting him. Birch on a ferry. Rudd turns into Ursula and takes the building away. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, There it is There it is There's always one There's always so I was one like Ursula Oh yeah In Kingdom Hearts 2 When you fight Ursula For the first yeah, time on I the was, boat I was honestly thinking more um, Just Little Mermaid When she gets big oh, I But was thinking yeah when, Kingdom Hearts There's like, always one Like when they're on the boat And it's like She's like Ha 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 Yeah Ha 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 Yeah Or in the first one Where she's like you're very tasty. Wow, that's not what I remember from that. <laughs> was that after she does the ha ha, like the where she spins around and the fire it's one? It's when she gets all big. That's what I was talking about. In the second one, doesn't don't you fight her like on the ship? I think you do, but the very beginning. Okay. I was just talking about the first one. Gotcha. Okay. Where she okay, like yeah, yeah. It sucks you in, and she bites you, and she's like, yeah, yeah, "You're yeah, very yeah, yeah. tasty." Oh yeah, she does say that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe we should do a Kingdom Hearts podcast. Maybe we should. <laughs> Pim Halusa. Talk about all of the, the audience that we have and like it's going to decrease by half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then probably a quarter. And then <laughs> yeah. So true. Pim hallucinating, mind melting. Wife comes up and touches Pim's face. They smooch subatomically. <laughs> at night at night <laughs> they start heading back Ant-Man is telling folks on a ferry to move he gets sleepy and tumbles into the water Hope dives in to save Ant-Man Ghost gets the remote and makes the building big Hope saves Rudd Luis is looking for him Birch meets up with him Pals stun gun the guys. Yeah, T.I. and the Baba Ganoush guy. Oh, yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baba, Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga. Baba Ganoush. <laughs> what is Baba Ganoush? Isn't it like a... Isn't it a dish? Yeah, is it like goulash? I want to look this up. Go for it. Yeah, I think it's a pasta thing, but I could be totally... So I feel Tasty like eggplant dip. Yum. Wow, I was way off. That sounds good. Yeah, it's basically it. eggplant blended up with lemon juice, tahini, and sea salt. So it's hummus, but it's eggplant. Yeah. That sounds mm. really good. I'm into that. Let's make some baba ganoush sometime. <laughs> what else are we going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing but this and baba ganoush. Yeah. <laughs> Morpheus tries to stop Ava. Stud Muffin, McCants and Pants, the third prediction. She gets snapped once she gets saved. 
That would have been cool. That would have been like would have been good because that would have been like the mist level ending. Mist level, like that game? No, like the mist. Oh, the mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. mist ending where it's like I went so far back. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> I mean, like good deep cut, and thank you for thinking that I was gonna like pull something way out of the fucking nineties. But like, <laughs> no, I just meant the, the mist. <laughs> the mist of the computer game that no one could figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially a seven-year-old whose parents were like, here you go. <laughs> what are you doing it? I click shit. I don't know. <laughs> My dad tried to help me with that. I think he said he, like, called, um, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. call someone to get hints or whatever. And he tried to help, and we still... I don't think we got anywhere on it. Dude, my dad did the same thing. So, like, we had Super Nintendo. You could call... There was, like, a hotline that you could call um, to, like, get help with. And I remember dad called the hotline because, like, Zane was having trouble with... I can't... It would have been, like, Mario or something. Yeah. That's really funny. That's funny. I do know that dad, when, like, we'd go to bed, he would pull it out and he'd play, like, games when we were oh, asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see your dad doing that with Mist, though. No, 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 <laughs> Maybe no. he did. Maybe he did, but... I highly doubt it. <laughs> Ant-Man and Hope enter the lab. They try to stop the process. Mom comes out of the little ship and they hug. Janet feels Ava's pain. And she touches her cheeks to help. Louise says... Man, that's some bomb-ass health care. Right? <laughs> Would be nice. Louise says the cops are after him. Pals got Birch and the squad truth serumed. That was another good callback, too. Very good. Cop talks to Empty Suit, saying he caught him, and the suit deflates. That was also funny. Also good. Morpheus not leaving Ava. Cops enter Rudd's house. He's playing drums. Security business is going well. And then I just wrote yeet. Is that the correct use of the word yeet? <laughs> Man, I think yeet is like... To me, yeet, and maybe I'm totally wrong with this, yeet is like the word fuck, where like, <clears throat> you can yeet. It can be yeet and cool. Like, I think like yeet can... I'm not sure what the etymology of yeet is. I'm looking up yeet. Should we act like we're boomers and, like... I'm Googling yeet. You probably have to urban dictionary it. Yeet is an exclamation of excitement, approval, hey. surprise, or all-around energy. Hey! Hey! Wow, yeet. I was way right. Okay. Yeet. I got it right. No, I got it right. No, I got it right. I got it right. We both got it right. Okay. Yeet. Janet and Pim have a little beach house. Hope, Ant-Man, Cassie, all at a drive-in watching um, them, I believe. Yeah, I think it was. And Which, great movie if you want to, like, watch that movie. It's where, like, a lot of the references in this come from. Big ant aliens taking over the world. It's like the epitome of a B-horror movie. It's, it's really good. good. It's good. And then I just said, ah, they were just in the yard with a laptop. That's fun. And that was it. Yeah. Man. 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 So, I'll start. This movie was great. This movie was so good. I mean, we talked about it. Um, <clears throat> like, the cool thing with this movie is that it didn't take itself seriously, and it felt fun, but it also felt really important. Um, and one of the things that I mentioned during the movie that I haven't mentioned yet... Prick my finger. Um, <laughs> sorry, I play with, like, this little... 
pen to just kind of keep my hands occupied. When, Fidget. What yeah. do I do with my hands? <laughs> Especially because, like, when I'm teaching, it's like, all right, class, now do this do now for, like, you know, five, ten minutes. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm faking attendance. And nobody's dead. I guess I'll just fiddle with this piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's one way to spend your time. <laughs> um, but the thing I really like about this movie was, like, we, we went from in or not in-game, um... What the fuck was it um, called? Infinity the War? The Glove of Doom. Yeah. Um, and like that movie was on such a massive scale. I mean, it was global like annihilation. Like it was so huge. And then I was, I just remember thinking like, man, when, when this movie, like what are they going to be able to do that's going to make me care? Because right after Infinity or just the first Avengers, I can't remember what the next movie it was. I think I want to say it was like Thor. Wasn't it Iron Man 3 after the I, first Oh, yeah, Avengers? I think it was. And it was just like, I just was like, who cares? Yeah. Like, there was monsters from the, another world came in, and now there's a guy that just wants to, like, rule the world? Like, that doesn't make, that didn't make any sense to me. Because you literally just had, like, a paradigm shift, and this is what you're concerned about. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so with, like, this movie, it was like, what can they do that can make me care. And it was like, they, I think this was like the best decision that Marvel could have done. Cause it's like, they flipped the script and they made it instead of being cosmically massive. It was microscopically small. You know, it was like, find your mom, <clears throat> like in infinitesimally small space, you know? So like they had, it was like, uh, uh the core, only getting tiny. It was it was the let's go into the body episode of the cartoons, and like the best episode. Yeah, that's like yeah, uh, the Rugrats where Chucky ate a, uh, a watermelon seed. That's just the magic school bus where they mm-hmm. went into Ralphie's body. <clears throat> it's good. Yeah, so like I thought it was really brilliant how it still felt massive even though it was like super small, and I just thought that was like the best way they could have done that was to make it so intimate yet like really vast at the same time because i think if they would have made it like some massive huge global conspiracy that you know taking over the world with all this stuff like that would have been just too big like this movie just felt really contained and i think that in and of itself i think made me care about it a lot more like just about what the story actually meant and then besides that it was just funny as hell like this was such a funny movie paul rudd can deliver some amazing lines and michael pena is like where has this guy been? Right. I mean, I know he's been in some stuff, but like him and T.I. and that other guy that was like the the Eastern European guy, mm-hmm. those guys were the funniest part of this whole movie. Yeah. Um, no, I loved this movie. This was another one. They just knocked it out of the park for me. Like I would put this in, in like a, a nine, nine out of ten. I mean, like this was, I would watch this again. And I can't say that about most of the Marvel movies. So that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. What about you? Well, this is another one of those episodes, like all the other episodes, <laughs> where I will be like, hey, I agree with you. And then I don't have that much more to say about it. All right. Um, well. Yeah, it was funny. I think uh, we, we've kind of talked about this before, but I think the indication of a good movie is how many sits it takes for us. 
Um, so Infinity War t- took us like oh, three man. or four sits. This one we watched all the way through. I think there was one bathroom break. We didn't have to do anything <laughs> between things. We were just like, all right, let's, what's happening next? Come on. So, like, if something can hold my attention for the full, like, two hours or whatever, dang, that's pretty darn good. So, students that are still <clears throat> still listening to this part right now, what Amy is describing is, in Aristotle's Six Elements, the rhythm. This is an example of how the rhythm of the movie, um, in the music uh, specifically, allows her to experience this movie at a reasonable pace. So that is, again, uh, Aristotle's music, the fifth element of drama, um, where the rhythm is uh, is allowing her to enjoy a movie at a reasonable pace. That will be on the test. So You thought that you were just kind of like listening to your weird teacher's <laughs> podcast, but little did you know that you'd be getting a lesson right in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just funny because, like, you know, starting off with, like, the school that we're doing or school work we're doing right now, um, and actually the kids that told me that they listened to this, I don't think they're in that class anyway. Um, like, I, we're going over, like, a lot of the basic Greek stuff, and one of them is Aristotle, and he talks about what are the things that you need to have, or, like, what are the elements of drama, and he, like, lists them in order of most important to least important because, you know, he's an old dead white guy, and period. Um, and one of them is rhythm or or music. It's like the second to least most important thing. And it's like, if you think about like the elements of music, it's like, how can you apply that to like the story structure? So a lot of it's like, what is the rhythm? What is the pacing? What is like, how are things being said? How are things being presented? Like, is it a really, the example I always use is like, if you've watched a movie that it's like an hour and a half, but it feels like it's three hours. Like that's an example of rhythm. That's part of like that music idea so when you said that i was like hey that's a perfect example there you go see this isn't silly well it is silly but it's also you know relevant (laughs) (laughs) yay yeah yay random bits of education (laughs) hurrah so what would you rate it oh i would give it a nine as well okay yeah well what's next what is next i am pretty sure it's captain Marvel. Yeah, I think you're right. Captain Marvel, let me make sure. Wikipedia.com. <sighs> Question of the day. Has anybody ever donated to Wikipedia when it asks you if you're going to donate? And I then have you click not. no? I have not. Yeah, no, I haven't either. Our next movie is Captain Marvel. We only have three more movies. Wow, we. Wow. Three movies. Wow. Yeah. So like I said, we are going to probably make take a little break. That's think, what we're thinking. I think our plan for now is to watch the next three and then maybe do a bonus episode or the side quest. Yeah. Kind of bookend it. And then take a little hiatus and hopefully come back with either like X-Men or Spider-Man or... Yeah, basically the other, like, Marvel movies that aren't part of the MCU. But kind of have, like, a series still. So, that's what we're thinking. Because, like, honestly, when we started this, I was like, man, what are we going to do? Like, I never, I never... 
thought that we would get to this point. You know what I mean? Like, I just was like thinking about it like, man, 30 movies. Oh boy. Yeah. We often also like we are very good at starting projects and then we get busy and we forget them. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this podcast was, I think, the second podcast we tried to make. Yeah. And it's been way better than the other one. Yes. Although I bet we could do the other one. I think we better could now. now. Now that we have um, like a had good some idea. experience with weirdly talking to each other in the same room. Yeah, but also like kind of acknowledging that that there's other people that might be listening. Well, that yeah, might be. Might be. M- yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, I'm excited for Captain Marvel. Yeah, I think me it's a too. Time, I think it's a time travely thing. I think. But I have nothing to back that up. The only thing I think okay. it is because in the Glove of Doom movie. Infinity War. Yes. I'm pretty, I'm just going to guess. My guess is that um, in the end credit scene, it was uh, Shaft looked at the broken thing that I was like, is, I think you said it. You were like, is that like a pager to the past? Oh, yeah. So that's my only assumption. I th- I was like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I think you're right. So I'm wondering if there isn't going to be some kind of like time travel sort okay. of thing. That maybe like it's going to go back and like, hey, from the past, you have to try to help prevent a tragedy in the future. But I have no idea. I that'd see. be cool. That'd be cool as hell. That'd be cool. I'm here for it. Cool. All right. Well. Well, let's call it an episode. Yeah. I want to go. I need to go work on my island on Animal Crossing. Yes. Hey, um, if any of y'all listening play Animal Crossing, email us and add us as friends because we're we. I need some race car beds. <laughs> <laughs> I would like some bookshelves, please. I would like the bookshelf. Like the, DIY. the tall bookshelves. Yeah, the tall bookshelf DIY. We we are both looking for that. Yeah. As yeah. well. Um. So just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Later, nerds. Later, nerds. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions, or if you play Animal Crossing, feel free to email us at unmarvelouspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter for some reason at unmarvelouspod and Instagram at unmarvelouspodcast. Later, nerds. So here's what I've got for the end credits. There's one where Pim and Janet are talking about their van lab. Rudd is going subatomic. He gets healing particles for Ghost. Uh-oh, they got snapped and he's stuck in there. Oh no. Called it. Graham called it. Um, one of the five predictions I made turned out to be true. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, honestly, that, I, I wanted to save this from the review part, um, but that part made me, like, want to watch the next Avengers. Yeah, um, right? And I have never wanted to watch one of the Avengers movies. Yeah, that was, like, the best example of a cliffhanger. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, what is going to happen next? Yeah, that, like, it reminded me of, again, like, those old 
B horror movies where it was like, will that man ever get out of the Phantom Zone? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then another is just Ant playing drums. Ant Man and the Wasp will return. Question, Question mark. mark. That so, was great. That was good. That was great. This was such a good movie. I. This is a movie I would recommend to people that were like, I hate Marvel movies. Like, just watch the Ant-Man movies. I think you would like them. Yeah. Because they're so not like Marvel movies. For sure. All right. Well, Graham students, take care. Do your homework. Guys, remember, I love you and I care about you. And if you need anything, you know how to get a hold of me. Goodbye. Bye.